0: If you were to create a bumper sticker, what would it say? I'd rather be driving, perhaps? Norman Lear, creator of shows like All in the Family, gave a series of interviews about his life celebrating his 90th birthday. When asked what his bumper sticker would read, he said, Just another version of you. Just another version of you, and that's what I think, Lear said. We all are versions of each other because we have to come to the understanding that we are one. I think I get why we have to come to that understanding, to diminish hatred, discrimination, and cruelty towards others. But I guess I struggle sometimes in seeing how we can come to the understanding that we are one. I don't think shouting it from a pulpit or supporting legislation is going to do it. I guess my answer always comes back to my own behavior, that the best thing any of us can do is be our truest selves, to not be hidden, unkindly shy, or disturbed, but unhidden, and willing to be a child of God in the fullness of dignity, with no willingness to sacrifice it for social nicety. I don't think any of us should underestimate the effect being our truest self has on those around us. It reminds me of a character like Archie Bunker, the central character in All in the Family, who's bigoted and judgmental and symbolic of an archaic thinking. Lear based Archie Bunker on his own father, who, yes, even referred to Lear as Meathead. Yet, the viewer falls in love with Archie because of that kindness. It can slip out and earn the heart. And for Archie, like it or not, that's his path, to learn that we all are one, that we are all just different versions of one another. When producing the show and his other mini-shows, Lear wanted his writers to bring things from their personal lives. Lear also wanted to address real problems taking place in the world. He said, He said, The audiences themselves taught me that you can get some wonderful laughs on the surface of anything with funny performers and good jokes, but if you want them laughing from the belly, you stand a better chance of achieving it if you can get them caring first. Being just other versions of each other means oneness, not sameness. Oneness isn't sameness. Oneness is uniqueness. Oneness is diversity. I know for me a central sign of my own ignorance is when I see anything or anyone is the same. All women are the same. All Republicans look alike. When I immerse myself into these, I find something quite different. We are not the same, but we're one. That also doesn't mean we have to agree. Norman Lear also started the People for the American Way, and although you may disagree with some of their political beliefs, I appreciate the central point. In their first commercial in the 70s, a man appears and says, Hi, I have a problem. I'm religious. We're a religious family, but that doesn't mean we see things the same way politically. Now, here come certain preachers on radio and TV and in the mail, telling us on a bunch of political issues that there's just one Christian position, and implying if we don't agree, we're not good Christians. So, my son is a bad Christian on two issues. My wife is a good Christian on those issues, but she's a bad Christian on two others. Lucky me, I'm a 100% Christian because I agree with the preacher on all of them. Now, my problem is I know my boy is as good a Christian as I am. My wife, she's better. So maybe there's something wrong when people, even preachers, suggest that other people are good Christians or bad Christians depending on their political views. That's not the American way and Lear was lashing out against blind hate against race, religion, gender, or political affiliation. It went back to his childhood in the early 1930s, listening to the infamous Father Coughlin speak on the radio, promoting ideas of the Nazis and supporting anti-Semitism. When we get through with the Jews in America, he once said, they'll think the treatment they received in Germany was nothing. In his memoir, Even This I Get to Experience, Lear shares, Coughlin, often called the father of hate radio. Broadcast for an hour weekly from Detroit, he despised Franklin Roosevelt, fulminated endlessly about the New Deal as a betrayal of American values, and attached prominent Jews to everything he was railing against. Coughlin repulsed me thoroughly, but I listened to him enough and was so chilled by his polarizing and divisive rhetoric as to be reminded of him throughout my life whenever I've run into an irrational, self-serving mix of politics and religion. This was my introduction to the fact that there were people who disliked, mistrusted, even hated me because I was born a Jew. If I didn't have a nose for the slightest whiff of anti-Semitism before, I had it from that moment on. When people deny or even teach avoiding being your truest self, disingenuous and yes, even evil can follow hiding behind the shield of inauthentic good. As Harper Lee put it in to kill a marking bird, Sometimes the Bible in the hand of one man is worse than a whiskey bottle in the hand of another. There are just some kind of men who, who are so busy worrying about the next world they've never learned to live in this one, and you can look down the street and see the results. It is unfortunate but true that just another version of you means bigots and liars and murderers too. But we can only attempt self-control and speak out against these things. This isn't me. This is not who I want to be. We can reclaim our unity and our uniqueness by releasing ourselves from someone else's version of who we are supposed to be, to reclaim our own consciousness. We must also understand that we are often different versions of ourselves. I've been a buffoon, a hero, a snake, and an oaf, but I'm always willing to be better, and here is where the joy of relationships come in. Lear recalled having lunch with the Dalai Lama. It was a small luncheon in San Francisco. Three tables of ten, and the Dalai Lama was seated at my left. His smile started in his eyes and never left his face. When we took our seats, there was a plate of a dozen baby shrimp and a bed of lettuce set before us. We'd all started to eat when I noticed that His Holiness had not raised his fork. Before I could say anything, he responded to my attention, You wish to know why I am not eating? Well, I view these shrimp as twelve sentient beings, and ye understand. I understood, and we talked about other matters. When the second course was served, a small steak, I was in conversation with the person on my right. I had to turn when I became aware that the Dalai Lama was cutting into it. Your Holiness, I started. Anticipating me again, he said, You wish to know about the steak. I have three reasons. First, it represents just one sentient being. Second, I would not wish to disappoint my hostess totally. And third, oh, that smile. I just love steak. We all have areas to grow, areas to deepen, areas where change might even be demanded. Give yourself the space to be you, give others the space to be them, and try to find the commonalities that connect you.